0: Chapter One of Snarled Identities. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Snarled Identities by Nicholas Carter. Chapter One Startling News Nicholas Carter and his first assistant, Chickering Carter, had risen early that morning but not for the usual reason it was a very unusual occasion in the great detective's household for he and chick were actually going away for two weeks vacation in the adirondacks the train that was to carry the two to the great north woods was scheduled to leave shortly after eight o'clock and many preparations had been deferred until that morning now however everything was practically ready their trunk was packed locked and strapped Their suitcases were nearly filled, and they had time for a bite of breakfast and a glance at the morning papers, which had thus far been neglected. Nick seemed to be the only one who was interested in the news. In fact, his assistant made a wry face when he saw his chief reaching for one of the papers. "'Can't you forget that sort of thing?' he asked, in an injured tone. "'I was hoping you would, until we got well started, at least.' "'What's the trouble?' nick asked in a bewildered tone oh i see what you're driving at you're afraid i'll see something interesting in the line of crimes and mysteries and decide at the last minute to stay at home is that the idea his assistant nodded gloomily correct he answered i never know which way you're going to jump or at what moment when i'm trying to get you off for a holiday especially i feel the greatest responsibility You have such a way of changing your mind. And if you don't, somebody usually bobs up with a case that you find irresistible. You've been working your head off for months. And you're run down, and you know you are. Chick grinned. You're not exactly at the breaking point yet, he went on. But you're just a little stale. And that won't do, you know. Any day something may break that'll require your keenest brain work and your last ounce of strength and agility of course things will turn up of course you'll have all sorts of calls every day and if you allow yourself to read the papers you'll run across plenty of things that'll prove fascinating to you can't you cut yourself loose though absolutely i've done harder things than that grandmother nick answered but i really don't see the necessity for that sort of total abstinence if you think i'm going to cut out all newspapers for two weeks you're very much mistaken i've promised to go though and i'm going unless of course something turns up that is altogether too big to neglect he opened the paper whereupon chick gave an exaggerated sigh of resignation ah what is to be is to be i suppose the younger detective murmured or in more up-to-date form she goes as she lays it may be inferred therefore that he was far from surprised when his chief gave a startled exclamation a few moments later well chick asked pessimistically what have you struck now we are not going away i suppose of course we are you idiot nick answered excitedly you'll agree with me though i'm sure that it would have been a calamity if we had missed this it looks as if we had had our last tussle with green-eye gordon chick's eyes widened what do you mean he asked has gordon died in prison nick nodded soberly he was burned to death last night in a fire that destroyed one wing of clinton prison he replied his eye hastily running over the rest of the article presently the paper was passed to chick This, in part, was what the latter read. End of chapter one. Recording by John Brandon.